0: golden eye <laughs> time for pleasure the world is not enough
1: <laughs> i'm sure that's it i'm sure Usually, Isn't that
0: there. What it is? hey guys just want to let you know uh some of the names of the bond girls we're going to be discussing are a little bit on the explicit side so that's just your warning beware beware hey everybody welcome to franchise unpacked this is dave and
1: this is zach we are talking about one of my favorites today this is going to be a good one.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah Zach, Zach's a little hesitant. I'm, I'm hesitant because, I don't, okay, I don't know as much about this particular topic as our our, our great friend Dave here. But uh, it's it's, I'll, be good. I'll, I'll let you introduce it, Dave. It'll be fun. We are,
1: you've clicked on the, the episode already. But as you know, yes. it is James Bond. Yes. Ba-da, ba-da. That was... 007.
0: This is totally random. It is on topic for, for those listeners who are worried about us totally topic hopping. Uh, the first song that I ever taught myself on guitar was the bounding and now now down down. Now. now, now." Yeah. Oh yeah. The John Barry composed theme song used in Dr. No, but we'll get into it. Oh,
1: for sure. Uh, For sure. Is this going to be our seventh episode too?
0: i think that oh my goodness oh, we didn't even plan it you <laughs> guys i
1: swear we didn't plan 100% it. 100 unplanned that is you see that's the magic yeah exactly is, my, the magic is, you get as a listener
0: right we get together in a room we record a podcast magic happens it's, and it's just like kind of the fates align yes universe exactly exactly yeah, so uh well, and it was it was actually it was a lot of fun last week too having having matt on yeah you know, calling in from la and that was great yeah by the way everyone um
1: uh, shout out to matt our first guest if you haven't listened to him Mega yeah. Man was our yeah. last episode we had our first guest on
0: and it was it was interesting to edit because you know i was getting his audio in from a different recording device across the country with like lag times and things like that but little little peek behind the curtain though it was it was a lot of fun though it was It was a good time.
1: It was great. And it turned it turned out great. He sounded awesome. And yeah, we had a blast. And everybody while we're on that topic, check us out on Instagram. We're getting some great followers, a bunch of likes now. Some of our posts. We're running competitions now, guys. We've got some exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of months. We some great things, some good
0: announcements, fun events. We were just thinking about it and it seemed like it made the most sense to do things like giveaways. I mean, yeah, I don't know. for, For for me, as just a fan of all these franchises, I would want to get some swag. You know what I mean? I sure. Think, and I have that Mega Man light. That's what I took the, um, the promo pictures for. I want one. I know they're, I, I mean, to tag friends on Instagram. Yeah.
1: Maybe we'll just, but we will be, yeah, we will be announcing that very soon, probably right before or right around when this episode drops. Yeah, so uh, you'll yeah. be, lo- be looking out as well as listening to the episode. Yeah. So we will be announcing the winner for sure. Very soon. Uh, but anyway, back to James Bond topic yes. of the episode, Uh commander James Bond, I should say of the Royal British Navy. Uh, He was created by Ian Fleming uh, back in 1952 is when he began work on James Bond. Yeah, he uh, in total uh, wrote 12 novels and two short story collections. Uh, The final two books were released posthumously after his death. Uh, which were Man with the Golden Gun and the title Octopussy and the Living Daylights. That was the full title, which they split up into Octopussy and the Living Daylights were two separate films. Right. Uh, As we all know.
0: (laughs) Um, But I'm I'm over here saying right and nodding, but but uh, I'm like, uh, I have no idea. A (laughs) fun little fact.
1: In 1952, uh, Ian Fleming went to his uh, Jamaican estate, Goldeneye. It was oh, named Goldeneye, so Okay, that's right. There it is. Uh, he went there to uh, escape the stress of his upcoming nuptials. He was getting married to his pregnant girlfriend at the time. Oh, okay. So he was like, I got to. He had served in World War II. He had always wanted to write a spy novel or right. something along those lines. And uh, yeah, so he sat wow. down and just started pumping him out uh, with well, Casino Royale. I guess the I didn't first even.
0: And maybe this is just like super ignorant of me, but like before we started, like researching this and getting into it, I didn't even know that they were novels. Oh, really? Like, I just, I, in my mind, it was just, like, the films and the video games. Like
1: They started, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they, yep, they started, uh, and it was inspired by Ian Flemings. There's a, there's a few different stories of what inspired the character of James Bond okay. and kind of, like, his experience in MI6. Right, because
0: wasn't there an actual, like, an actual spy that sort of inspired that there's I think
1: he what what I read was that he was uh he served in uh he was inspired by a lot of commandos back in the day in World War II he was part of the Naval Intelligence Division okay Uh, they did a lot of great stuff and they were they were formed before World War II uh in fact there's a little another fun fact I'll get to in a second uh involving them but he was he met a lot of commandos he said there were a Hmm. lot of guys stationed in France Germany they were kind of all over Europe so he met these guys Learned a lot Knew a lot of languages Knew how to right. co- Charm their way Into places And then also uh, I read And this could be rumor That Christopher Lee Sir Chris, actor R.I.P. Sir Christopher Lee mm-hmm. Saruman The white We yeah. all know uh, Amongst many other things uh, Also plays Scaramanga In The Man with the Golden Gun The bad guy okay. Is uh, Ian Fleming's Step cousin And hmm. he was also part of the, Like the SAS Back in World War II So I believe From what I understand Christopher Lee Tortured Nazis like, What? Straight up yeah, that's new information Hard to tour, me. Hardcore, and his some of his stories helped inspire Ian Flemings. Wow, wow. Nazi torture in days. I mean, hey, yeah. yeah, torture, and they said to death. Like he knows he. There was wow. a, a quote I know uh, Christopher Lee said that he was helping Peter Jackson during Lord of the Rings with the sound of a, a sword going into someone's flesh or something. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's not what that sounds like. Oh, and he goes, how do you know? He's like, I know what the sound of a knife going into somebody's body oh, is. No. There's something along those lines yeah. like, okay. Yeah, like, we will right. take your word for it. Okay, Christopher <laughs> Lee. But yeah, like I said, he played the famous three nippled villain Scaramanga, oh, in yeah, man yeah. with the golden gun. <laughs> which was a uh, Roger Moore, which is my favorite of the Roger Moore saga which are okay. notably the goofier but we'll we'll get to that
0: yeah yeah
1: um yeah a couple little other two little quick facts uh his name james bond mm-hmm. was inspired by an ornithologist a bird watcher i, was uh, gonna say, I have book. no idea what ornithology yeah, is it's it's those, a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bird watcher so okay. it is a very dirty one. oh yeah you know yeah. bir- they're always saying <laughs> bird watch they're always in trees like in back to the future that's true bird no, yeah. yeah, watching no you're watching
0: people right. change yeah, exactly. I'm fine, you
1: ornithologist yeah
0: or no <laughs> sorry Orno. for all our
1: ornithologist fans yeah if if any we,
0: ornithologists are listening we love you and uh, we love those please address your hate mail to disney.com
1: <laughs> please sit outside in a tree and watch us record it'll be great right, exactly um, we invite you. but james Bond, he uh Ian Fleming said that he wanted the dullest name possible, and he was looking on his bookshelf one day, and uh, Ian Fleming himself was into bird watching, and one of his books on or- ornithology was written by a man named James Bond. Really? And he said, "My he, this is a quote, my God, that's the dullest name I've ever heard. <laughs> and then years later, he actually met the James Bond, who was this really British, exactly how you'd imagine, this dry British-looking guy, but he said they were, him and his wife were a very charming couple.
0: It's, it's but, so strange to me yeah. to think of... Like, because in my mind, James Bond is an action-packed name. Right. It's because I know James Bond as James Bond. He's like,
1: well, he's a spy. He needs this a moniker that will, you know, just no one will think twice about, sort of, if it's used. Which he does a lot. And we'll also get into that. James Bond's a little sloppy as a spy. Oh, absolutely. And then 007, the code Mm -hmm. number, uh, is a reference to uh, back how we mentioned that he was part of the Naval Intelligence Division in World War I. The part of what that NID was doing, uh, they were intercepting German code and there was a uh, document labeled 0075. And it was uh, decoded and cracked, and it was a major factor that brought the U.S. into the war. That really? It was a huge moment for the that Naval Intelligence Division and it, a huge turning point for the war. Wow. And so 0075, he took the first three. Right. And- 007 but yeah we'll get into it now wow. i mean what was uh so you're saying you don't have too much experience
0: no i what
1: what is what was your first memory of james bond
0: my first memory of james bond is uh the video game for n64 oh yeah yeah getting into goldeneye oh, right yeah. there um you know my, my older brother would play it and have his buddies over Well, now how old were you that everybody had it when it came out which was yeah, in 97 97 so i would have been seven when it came out okay yeah yep um which was probably maybe a bit mature of a game for me to be watching. Oh, sure. As a seven-year-old. But, um, you know, my, my brother is seven years older than I am, as we've discussed on the show before. So I was kind of exposed to that, you know, a little bit and early. And it kind
1: of didn't matter for this game. It was one no. of those games where if your parents told you, no, you couldn't get it because of violence, you looked them right in the eye. <laughs>
0: And you it was the
1: first time they saw maturity and you right. said no. No, I will, will have this
0: game. I will get the golden Mother. gun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mother. You don't understand. <laughs> and we 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 saying this in jest but I will never forget saying at a Boy Scouts of America meeting that this is the greatest game that we'll ever be created after really playing for the first i'll i never a clear as day remember saying that to because well, so like, it that, was that incredible. game
0: and i mean we'll get into the games uh, here in a minute but that game was just revolutionary for for i mean on a lot of fronts yeah on a lot of fronts but that was so GoldenEye for n64 was my first james bond experience and you know in all honesty i don't have a ton outside of that i think i might have watched one of the pierce brosnan movies GoldenEye, and I hope. Because I, I think that's it was his go- best one. I think it was GoldenEye. It is
1: amazing. And
0: I think I've seen one of the... I saw one of the Daniel Craig ones. No, no, no. Ooh. I think I saw two of... Which, yeah, which, see, which one had Halle Berry? Which one had Halle Oh, Berry? that's...
1: that's You see, that's a, a Die Another Day with Pierce that's, Brosnan. That is Brosnan.
0: Okay, so I, I think I Madonna. saw two of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, that's a I, bad
1: one. That was the one that they said, oh, this is it. And there was like... They were changing hands at that point. That was the last right. Pierce Brosnan. They, I feel like they're like, let's just go... Bananas. It was, it was yeah. like a satellite laser. And
0: yeah, it was an
1: Asian turned into a white guy. That was, was super <laughs> offensive. Seriously, the plot I, was couldn't I, I even. I don't even yeah, remember it. It's super offensive. The main yeah. bad guy started out as like a North Korean general who then undergoes crazy plastic surgery for years to become a and, foppish white guy
0: <laughs> to <laughs>
1: disguise himself. And you're like, whoa, they just whitewashed oh the hell out of it. Oh, that. absolutely. They, unapologetically. Um,
0: yeah. And then after that, I saw um, it was one of the Daniel Craig ones. I'm so bad with the names of these movies, sure. by the way, well, like, Daniel
1: Craig started with Casino Royale. They were rebooting okay. the series and it was that was the first book ever. Written. I remember
0: they were in some sort of like cabin in the middle of nowhere that uh, uh, either it, Skyfall Skyfall. Oh, that's, at the, the that's one. a
1: Skyfall estate when he goes okay. back to his family. Estate
0: yes, yes. I, I Scotland. Skyfall was the one that I saw. I really enjoyed Skyfall. Amazing. He I, home owns them yeah that's he, a James, really he legit
1: <laughs> i learned to put a shotgun shell in your light fixture so when someone turns on the light right wha-bam. kaboom Ooh, kevin McAllister, <laughs> one wet bandits a zero right <laughs> <You> know,
0: that's <laughs> which by the way we it's actually on our list to cover home alone at some oh, point because there's
1: an and, amazing video game that i remember but oh yeah we digress uh, was
0: it the, the snes i think was that oh that well, was i had on? it for game gear Oh, OK. okay. Anyway, OK. They They're
1: probably the same. To, total digression. Anyway. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Casino Royale. There was Quantum of Solace, which was not good with Daniel Craig. That was like a direct sequel to Casino Royale. OK. It was only an hour and a half long. And it was just ugh. really. And then there was Skyfall, which I need to see. I've heard great Skyfall's things great. about well, Skyfall. Skyfall's the one you saw with them in the house.
0: Oh, wait, no, no, it's not, not Spectre Skyfall. Spectre is
1: the newest one. Spectre. I heard good things about Spectre. Good. There are good things and there are bad things. We'll get there. We'll okay. get there. You um, see, guys, I, yeah.
0: I yeah, this is a living example of how bad I am with the well, titles the, of these. The names are crazy. I know. It's like Skyfall <laughs> and Spectre and Clown of How many golden
1: rakers? And right,
0: exactly. So, I yeah, I, yeah. there were uh, there were there have been a few that I've seen. And I've, of course, caught clips of. Oh, yeah. A thousand of them, you know, because there are about a thousand of them. <laughs> sure. now. But um, but no, I mean, I've it's one of those series that every time I watch one, I just have a good time. Like I don't, it's, it's not one that I've gone and like sought out cause I'm not a huge action movie guy on my own, but whenever it's on or if somebody has a copy of it or invites me to go see it, it's just a good time. Like it, oh, yeah. it, it's, I, I think that one thing that I love about the whole franchise is it definitely takes itself a little bit seriously, but it never takes itself too horribly seriously. Sure. Like it knows exactly what it is. And it plays to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like we said earlier, I would think that James Bond is a terrible spy. Oh, absolutely. Might, the amount of murder and mayhem, the, the cost, the international disasters. That yeah. He has accru- I mean, they kind of cover it a little bit better in the beginning of Casino Royale. He breaks into like an African uh, diplomatic building right and basically shoots and blows up the whole place like, <laughs> you cannot do that right okay we right just gave you double s status cut it out so they're always reprimanding him he's an alcoholic like heavy alcoholic, yeah. and that's what i yeah. like in the daniel craig movies they kind of got it right he Especially in Casino Royale, he murders dudes in a, a stairwell with his bare hands, basically. And the first thing he does, he pours himself a big old glass of scotch and right. shakes and downs it. Yeah. And just stares at himself in the mirror. Well, and that's a minute, little bit know. of that
0: old school stereotype. I mean, that's yeah. I, I mean, and I, I hate to stereotype like that, but I feel like that that specific type of, you know, hard alcoholism in relationship to that kind of job yeah i feel like that's a fixer it's like it's a remnant of the wartime you know what i mean it's a remnant of but i mean it's
1: also like no matter what it shows a vulnerability to right right no matter what this might be the hardest man we've ever seen he's the super spy but oh man he also those are demons that will haunt him yeah you know yeah who knows but uh and why he is so distant from women and there's always a new girl you can't settle down um but the and then is another kind of plays into his whole demeanor. He's, he's suave. He rarely uses a code name. And when he does, he usually just goes, nah, I'm actually James Bond. He's right. Like, Let him know. Yeah. James Bond's here. And you're like, well, what are you going to do? If like, James,
0: James Bond walks shows into up in your here, casino, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: like, oh crap. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> We're all dead. And yeah,
1: one of the great tropes, uh, well, a little bit of my history was, I remember it always being in the zeitgeist. It was James Bond always, I remember watching them. They would air them during Thanksgiving and as a kid. My grandma coming over and watching us when we were kids. And we, she's like, Oh, we got a Sean Connery one on this weekend. It's, yeah. it's gold. I remember Goldfinger was my first James Bond movie. And Goldfinger, okay. for uh those of you who don't know, Goldfinger was released in 1964. It's the third James Bond movie to be released. And many would call it the first formative james bond it's with you got your villain you've got your henchman yep. you got your bond strapped to a table with the laser it brings the fa- the very famous line do you expect me to talk and he goes no mr bond i, I expect, expect you to, to die. die yeah or yeah. goldfinger great odd job that brings odd job mm-hmm. from Goldeneye. many will remember which i always had a question about that odd job in Goldeneye is considered in the video game is considered to be cheating because he's the shortest character so it's you will literally shoot over him so it's right, kind of right. a cheat in the movie He's not a short man. He was actually a professional wrestler. The man they hired to play uh, a job. He's a he's a big strapping dude. He takes on Sean Connery like with fisticuffs. I'm wondering if they mischaracterized him is if he was supposed to be Nick Nack. who is a little person from the man with the Golden. played famously by Herve Villachay. Uh, Yeah. 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 So like I wonder who was the uh, probably one of the only famous littler people characters in the James Bond series. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there are 24 Eon films. Yeah, uh, there are some. Like I say, Never Say Never Again was in '83. Sean Connery came back to the series. Oh, okay. And they claim that um, Never Say Never Again, the title came from his wife saying, "Oh, you said you'd never play him again. We'll never say never again. You'll never." Oh, say okay. Yeah. But Sean Connery has some very laughable career choices. Yeah, that we'll probably cover <laughs> later on. But yeah, there are um, in order: Doctor No from Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball you only live twice on her majesty's secret service, which was played by uh, the only single time James Bond, um, George Lazenby. He was only in one movie because a, the movie was terrible. Really? And he was a real weirdo jerk.
0: Oh, Sorry, weird. George
1: Lazenby. If you're, I know, <laughs> you have like Google alerts for your name, right? He's like, podcast. finally, they're speaking. Now about he gets me. So, yeah. Sued by George. He'll, he'll join up with Walt. Right. George and Walt. Will Class down our action. Door. And he's like, just join mine. I'm already at <laughs> these boys in court. Um, but yeah, he's uh, speaking of his alcoholism, his famous drink is vodka martini. Shaken, not stirred as well. Yeah. I know I miss that. Uh, then you had live and let die. The man with the golden gun spy who loved me. Moonraker for your eyes only. Octopussy. A view to a kill. The living daylights. License to kill. GoldenEye. Tomorrow never dies. Uh, the world is not enough. Die another day. Casino Royale. Quantum of Solace. Skyfall. Spectre. And then the title The Bond 25 release for tw- release date 2020. Is what they're saying. And it will be Daniel Craig's last.
0: Because then there aren't they considering uh, what's his name? Uh, Idris. Idris uh, Elba. That's always the rumor.
1: And it's always I feel like they just bring it in because like, oh, it'll be a black James Bond. And they just want to stir everybody up. And I'm like cool. Well, it brings me to a point. I have a question. Have you heard the the theory that James Bond is a title and that there are several different there has been?
0: No, that would actually. So, yeah, there
1: there is a fan theory that I don't subscribe to. But personally, because I but it's a theory that not only 007 is a code, James Bond, the name is a code given to okay. each iteration. And so Sean Connery retired for and then Ro, or like George Lazenby took over and or Rod right. Moore takes over. But they never mention it. they except in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. George Lazenby does a take to the camera and says or The old guy didn't have to deal with this or something like that. Oh, OK. So like a little another reason why a little cheeky. And, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But so how do you feel about that? saying that there have been literally until I guess the Daniel Craig reboot all of those were just another guy taking over and becoming
0: James I guess Bond. I could I guess I could see that being the case. I mean, I, I don't know, they the fact they change it up all the time, you know, I mean, I that's there are some shows that do that regardless, you know what I mean? Or like uh Doctor Who for example. Yeah. But they're very uh explanatory they that about in. that. Yeah, they, they that's that's that. like an actual plot point. So I don't know. I I could see it being a thing, but my my gut says that's not the case. My gut says it's just they're making new movies. I agree. And telling new stories, not necessarily
1: rebooting. He's a man of the times. That's another thing about James Bond. It was he's great for movies, not just books, because he was always mentioned. He was always wearing the Timex or the Naval watch or the he was always driving a BMW. Aston Martin always had his clothes were always of the time sure. the women were wearing those clothes they were selling the liquor it was liquor ads well too. it's uh, it's and a it always so i think progress you just keep it up with the time and he is just non-stop there right he's always he was always and it's big. i
0: kind of see it in the same way as like i mean batman or superman yes, or anybody exactly. they have different actors they have different almost different universes you know what i mean that are built based on sure. the director and the actors but it's all batman it's all yeah. still the same superhero you know like i don't like to think that pierce
1: brosnan also battled goldfinger because it doesn't that right. does not make sense like they right. do get there are some of the movies where they they give a little bit of the history like oh you just got your double or like this that or the other right but it could like you said the movies do not should not tie into each other unlike casino Island and quantum That's right. like a direct sequel they never rarely do have through yeah. lines so you can they can be placed anytime in his career See, that was really. gonna be
0: one of my questions to you is mm-hmm. is there a through line with each actor not going actor to actor daniel craig yes okay. and they
1: the thing is too i don't no spoiler alert a little bit but for specter they tie all of his movies into each other okay into a universe that has been happening in a timeline but with everybody being all excited for universe building yeah it just they really just jumped the shark. They yeah. did this
0: sloppy, but it was cool, but not cool. Well, are they pulling like a, a J.K. Rowling where it's like, oh, yeah, it absolutely makes sense that whatever, was, you know, without
1: spoiling too much. It's, uh, you know, all the bad guys you've been dealing with. They've all been under my command and they've oh. all been leading. And you're like, holy crap. If that's the case, right. all of this hinges <laughs> on the craziest amount of circumstance and like right time. It's crazy. So I, you're I, like, oh, I can't well, stand on because one. Spectre. The title Spectre refers to the criminal organization of Spectre. OK, that's the they have always been a through line of the James Bond series, even back in the Sean Connery days. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Schmerk, And this is getting Schmerk into like kind of the present Spectre. of the franchise. Yes, we're yeah. getting a little bit into the fra- present of it. Um, And also, yeah, another thing James Bond has been of the times, the music, the theme yeah. music. If it if There are a few that are just orchestral, which on yep. Her Majesty's Secret Service is strictly orchestra. And it's one of my favorite theme songs. One of the worst movies, yeah. but certain there you might recognize a few of these names who have sang mm-hmm. titles, uh, title themes: uh, Shirley Bassey, Tom Jones, Nancy Sinatra, and well, Paul McCartney did probably the crowd favorite of um, "Live and Let Die," yeah, Paul yeah. McCartney and the Wings. Um, then Carly Simon, uh, oh, I love Carly Simon's. A lot of people might not know this, but if you've heard the song "Nobody Does It Better." I don't know nobody if, does it better. I don't think I know it's that one. It's a very beautiful Carly Simon song, but that's from The Spy Who Loved Me. She okay. does say uh uh like heaven above me, the spy yeah. who loved me is keeping all my secrets. So, and, and not to
0: not to totally diverge yeah. from the 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 music part of it, but I keep thinking back to how much James Bond has inspired other series like yeah. you look at Austin Powers sure. and it's The Spy Who Shagged Me spy and you shagged, know what I mean like yeah.
1: And And music like Secret Agent Man, which is used in, that's a Johnny Rivers song from like 68 or something, but it was of that era. So a rock star decided to mimic of the James Bond's theme for a
0: song. And I don't know. I think that, um, and while we're still kind of in this, in the in-between of past and present of the franchise, um, I just wanted to touch on kind of that influence, you know, going into like the Austin Powers territory, which really was like a very direct we are James Bond, but comedy. Oh yeah, um, Doctor Evil
1: is Blofeld of Spectre. Yeah, he, yeah, bald guy, scar, petting a cat. Well, and literally <laughs> exactly. Well, like and it.
0: um, and especially with video games. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you had I've only played two of the Bond video games. Okay, uh, I played a bunch to, to any like many. real extent. Um, the first one was James Bond Junior. Oh yeah, uh, which. Really, looking back, was a terrible just game. The it, scroller, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah it did not control platform. well. Everything blew you up. Um, well, that was
1: what a cart- based off of a cartoon James Bond Jr. Yes, of the I time. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and then the other one that I had played a lot was GoldenEye, Goldeneye with my brother. Four-player split-screen. That was revolutionary. Yeah. yeah, and I never got to play the remake of it, because they remade it for the with Wii. Daniel Craig. Well, for the Wii, right? For the Wii, for right? the Wii but they, wait, it was starring Daniel Craig. Really? I it didn't was know of that. this
1: era. Okay. Same so, map layouts, all updated stuff. Like, sure. 10 15 years later or
0: whatever well, and but from, from what i yeah. saw somebody made a uh i don't know if this was like a hack of the game or what but they made like a, a source version like counter-strike source golden i was just about
1: to get to that well, okay they're in production of it it is a crowdsource really called Goldeneye 25 okay release 2022 for the 25th anniversary of golden all right a that'll full be i'll uh, be up for that unreal engine by full beautiful like what they've been doing with all this which i'm hoping like a yeah. mario we get a mario 64 or something like that but <laughs> if i will whatever system i'm sure it'll be on switch but gold knight 25 right that i cannot wait for uh that's kind of a future of the franchise i'm waiting yeah. for that i'm also uh well yeah i while well, we're on the topic of the video games i like i said my experience was i started watching the movies we watched all the ones when gold knight came out i remember not being able to see it in i was only nine At the time so my mom saw it in theaters but she's like No it's a little adult but the next one That came out she's like okay we'll see Goldeneye They got me the game Goldeneye I saw it on VHS Watched it religiously I could probably Quote the whole thing uh, because of the game I was playing it in tandem with the game Which is I was going to bring up to you a lot of Our franchises we discuss We inundate ourselves with From all I get obsessed, almost like I'll get into a kick of, oh, if a Star Wars movie is coming out, I'm going to play all the Star Wars games. Right. I'm going to do this. I'm going to surround myself in this world. Yeah. Build up to it. Hope for the best. Yeah. And just build up to it. And that's what just diving into that pool. And that's a great thing about James Bond. There was James Bond racing. I have this game, Everything or Nothing, which starred Pierce Brosnan. It was a third for for the GameCube GameCube generation. I have a him of Solace game for Wii, which terrible movie. Even worse game. Yeah. Well, and I was game. watching
0: uh, for a lot of these games that I hadn't played. I was just going out and watching gameplay footage. Mm-hmm. And some of them actually looked Kind of neat, like they look Agent nice. Agent
1: Underfire and Nightfire, both for GameCube, amazing. Basically, I would yeah. call them the closest thing to to GoldenEye because okay. you got all these fun gadgets on top of being uh, split screen, right? And that's that's half so the fun, so much of, fun. Of, of
0: like a, a James Bond game is yeah. you have to have those gadgets. Like
1: really good maps. You can play at Fort Knox, like from GoldenEye. Yeah. Well, you can play let me let me
0: ask too. you something. Yeah. When you were playing GoldenEye with your friends for four player split screen, did you do mines, rocket launchers, or slaps?
1: Oh, we did everything. (laughs) We created a mode called Resident Evil, which was slappers only. Uh, one person would have negative 10 handicap health and could, <laughs> but could use weapons, could use automatic oh, okay. weapons. We, it was set to automatic weapons, but the three other players were called zombies. They had to crouch oh, that's so only cool. use slappers, but they had plus 10 handicap health. Okay. So you had a guy with automatic weapons being able to hammer away at you, but if they slapped him once he was dead.
0: Right. So well, yeah, that's we did like, see how long you could that's last. That's how, You'd I have mean, a time this, will, I, this so be, be like, like a, a very short digression, but that's almost exactly how that video game, uh, left for dead was created. Yeah. Because they were they were playing Half-Life, okay. and they programmed in a bunch of zombies to like to you know, to come you, yeah. at you at once. That makes sense. Um, I think it was Half-Life. It might have been Counter-Strike. So- no, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Counter-Strike Source. Sure. And they programmed a bunch of bots with knives to come at you, and they were like, we need to make this a game. That's incredible. That I would love again. to play the zombie mode on. And we got creative. We played GoldenEye so much. I, For reference, you had to
1: beat levels in single-player mode to get the cheat code under a certain time, under a certain difficulty. Right. Facility... Which is the second level where you're in the bathroom, the facility, yep. famous, one yep. of my favorites. Also remote minds facility. Great <laughs> multiplayer. But facility, double O agent, two minutes thirty seconds to get in uh, what? to get um invincibility. I'll never forget that. Because I Zach, I tell you, I hours. Wow. And then when I did beat it, I beat it by like five, six seconds. You know, you oh, like sure yeah. the hell out of the Yeah. Time. I will never forget two and a half minutes on double O agent to get invincibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because
1: it it had to, it was so specific. One of the NPC characters you had to talk to, Doctor Doek, who mm-hmm. was the scientist, which was a random character, wasn't in the sure. movie. You just had to run into him and get a, a, a I think a key card or something. That was like one of your objectives. If he was not in a, he would spawn in three different rooms in the map, and you never. So when you started the level, you never knew where he was. So sure, kind of make it a fun different level almost. Yeah. Um, different slightly different experience but if he was not in a specific room you had to restart there was really no, so you, i nintendo power a, okay they told me they're like you have to restart you he has to be in a path where you wow. literally run by him in the hallway to get the well, car and that was and, like keep and going
0: golden eye for the n64 that was a hard game like that oh, was man that was not was an easy no, game there was slight auto aim assist maybe? yeah but but they, they were what? still figuring our aim you well, had to hold
1: R to aim manually,
0: and and, stuff the, like and that then. was the first, if I'm not mistaken, that was the first 3D, like true 3D first person shooter where you could I actually so. aim up and down and left it was, and right. Yeah, like
1: Doom and Wolfenstein and stuff like that were of that first person genre, but sure, they weren't 3D
0: they weren't true 3D. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean,
1: it was just the music in the game; it was incredible. It was produced by Rare.
0: Yeah, I just I don't, Rare was making some perfect great dark games. Was it's
1: it, they called the unofficial like the, the, sequel like the spiritual, to the spiritual successor, successor, yeah. successor to it a couple years I've later, never actually played Incredible uh, Perfect Dark they had a co-op mode for this whole story too which was amazing really? yeah we should just play it yeah um, I'm down I'll bring it I got I, I have I mean, it for N64 um, I was gonna
0: say I got it but I only have Gold Knight I think Oh, but... and,
1: folks we're gonna take pictures too I brought some movies Yeah, over Dave, Dave's got or, a stack of a like VHS of DVDs things I found like we moved into our new house a few months ago and I'm still unpacking her basement <laughs> um, but this is what I could find so far hey
0: it works it looks it looks kind of awesome here but yeah well now
1: so we'll, we'll kind of get a little bit into the future of the franchise uh i would love to on top of gold my 25 mm-hmm. i would like to see another james bond racing game with all vehicles you oh can, yeah you that'd think be cool there was james bond racing i believe it was only the cars which is awesome they're all equipped with weapons mm-hmm. you know the aston martins and BMWs and the lotus and all throughout the ages, but I want, he he uses
0: boats, he uses planes, well, they helicopters, can, they can make like a like a, modern day Diddy Kong, Diddy Kong. racing. Yes, yeah. Yeah. We're exa- like, you can be make racing. A cartoony too. Yeah. You can, you can race against a helicopter. Super stylized sixties, James Bond. Ooh, I'd That'd be all, all about it, that. Yeah. That style.
1: Or, and then I also, did you ever hear of the game? Evil genius. It was a top-down strategy game. I don't think that I have. You'd pick an evil genius, and then you'd build their base, and you would get invaded by spies. Really? It was super '60s, incredible style. Okay, artwork. Is it like? That. Is it newish? No, it's old, years old. I was still in that high school. Awesome. I think, when it came out. Check it out. It's on Steam. Okay, you would love it. It's a top-down evil you, genius. Serious, and it's probably like three dollars yeah it's but like it was next to one of the characters was blow felt like a bald guy with a gray suit like right dr evil and you'd build traps and you'd upgrade and you'd have minions running on you'd have to keep them happy it's one of those that's games. awesome so keeping was, like the company running speaking of like so minions, i love that i love I, an official james bond that style yeah. strategy game
0: i also I, I love i love the idea of like the henchmen and the minions in these movies yeah. and like they because and they poked fun what movie was it there was some marvel movie i think where uh, you know the, the hero is going through and wiping out all the henchmen and then one guy goes ah please don't kill me i hate working here they're so weird yeah i hate working <laughs> here
1: they're so weird. Yeah, they're red shirts. yeah they get oh man they just get annihilated by James yeah Bond, oh absolutely who's a tidal wave of force right or you've got your crazy cool henchmen's like odd job knickknack you've got jaws Um, Yeah, big old. Yeah,
0: with the the creepy famous
1: play by uh, Richard Keel, who people will recognize him from Happy Gilmore. He plays Happy Gilmore's boss on the construction site. I believe that jacket belongs to Mr.
0: Gilmore. (laughs) Play where it lies. Before we get uh, too far into the future of the franchise, I wanted to ask you a question and and kind of get your take on something. Um, and also uh, we'll put a warning at the beginning of this episode as well, that there's some language with uh, could be a little explicit. With, it's yeah, James. Bond. And it's, and it's, it's not necessarily explicit language. It's just the character names and the names of the, but my question to you is how do you think that his relationship with these women have evolved over the years? Because I mean, from what I can tell anyway, it used to be this really, really blatant, just objectification. I mean, I'm pretty sure and, Sean
1: Connery slaps a women around uh, yeah, in and like, early films. It has gone from that where that was okay. Where people were like, "Oh yeah," they didn't even think twice right. about that. Well, like we're watching, rewatching Mad Men. My wife, I'm mm-hmm. rewatching. It, my wife's watching it for the first time, and you're just, you, it's the same thing. Watching, you just, it's all, you gasp almost. Yeah, but it's just how well, it was. Well, because in the
0: more recent ones, it seems like they, the, the female roles, they kind of hold some weight and they, oh, and they kind of hold their own, and they're not
1: integral to the plot. Yeah, they're not playing like a scientist or someone who is very key to the plot. They are they save James or are yeah. to a point where he makes a realization or just didn't put up with his garbage. The greatest right. thing about, vesper lind from casino royale yeah uh played by ava green she just didn't put up with the stuff so there have been they have progressed through and it's a funny thing too their names you know you get pussy galore from yep. goldfinger and these Zenya on a top from goldeneye I yeah. hope you stay <laughs> on the top of things James. uh but yeah it's just these cringeworthy because i i feel like at the time it was a sexual he's a, he's always been a sexual character well yeah and it's in like the, dracula and
0: vampires they use their sexuality that's sure part of his ability Well, in that time like that was really what sold i mean that was oh yeah it, it was uh any of know, those
1: movies from that era uh beautiful women in bikinis you know on these right. exotic locations with this man in a who flies in yeah for a day i just I, I do it's, think it's so know, cool
0: though that now it's in this realm of hey they're not just you know there for eye candy yeah like they're not they're, there to get painted they're, to death they're not there for yeah. eye candy period they're there to like kick some butt with him yeah. and to actually serve as a function of the story. Yeah. They're not a damsel in distress. Right. Yeah, they're right. very Exactly. Strong.
1: Yeah. And, uh, he's in, in, there is still the trope. It's almost a mathematical equation. You can see a James Bond movie. There's the, the, he'll meet a woman in the first act. They'll have right. sex. She usually dies. Is She's usually not the main Bond girl. She's been painted gold. She's been drowned. She's this, that, and poison darted. Then he meets the true Bond girl. And usually he also meets the bad Bond girl in the first act, too. They'll flirt, like, over a card game not do it usually
0: right and then, and then it's like she's like, yeah
1: then he he'll like oh well i'll go for that waitress who then gets poisoned <laughs> and right right but it, it's it's that trope of where it's the the main character being like oh i ha- I need something to spurn me against this character and well, it's a, a kind of dangerous and, and alongside you know, so that to kill a woman to do it
0: right well yeah. and, and, and alongside that i feel like we've seen uh almost a maturing of james bond as a character himself mm-hmm. like uh, daniel craig's james bond is so just up you know what i mean he's yeah. He, he's very aware. He's very. He's got uh, the quips, which yeah.
1: you love. But there also at the time there's a time for quips. And then there's a time for breaking a dude's neck in a stairwell.
0: Right. Yeah. And, but I mean, I guess to me, it seems like he's um, almost grown up a little bit. And yeah. so has that relationship with the women in the series. And that is the nice
1: thing you get with the Daniel Craig movies, because they are they do happen within a timeline. You see him literally get his stripes uh, becoming a double. Right. Kid. He get you see his first two kills. Yeah. And then to become that status and then he matures as a character and as a ranking right kind of a ranking officer in mi6
0: so let me ask you this then yeah. what do you want to see out of the future of this franchise because it I could go a, a, a million great directions ending to the daniel
1: craig do it justice they've yeah. done, done some great stuff i i do like the new ray fines Spoiler it takes over for M during the series because okay. Judi Dench was M for the first part of the Danny Craig movie. She was the only holdover from the old like Pierce Brosnan series. Right, she was great. Judy Dench is great, but Ray Fiennes is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, he he's kind of playing a back harkening back to the original M, huh, yeah, played by a gentleman. Um, but uh, it's I want a really graceful, great ending to that. Then I want great. Ca- uh, wait a couple years, give us some great video games. Give us this gold knife. Give, give like a real
0: not. I, I mean and I, I hate to even think of it like this, but don't put half effort into, it, into yeah. the video game. Don't make it just a marketing tool. Actually, don't EA make, it, yeah, don't a the video game. Okay. Although <laughs> I will say I've been playing apex a little bit. I hear great things. It's, it's a lot of fun. That, I'm, so apex and the anthology are just, everyone's screaming. Yeah, I, I haven't played anthology. I'll have to check yeah, that it's out. Free, but, but yeah, anyway,
1: but yeah, so what would you like to see from the future? We already talked about that evil genius type game. I would yeah. Love. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I cool. would,
0: first of all, I think that it would be awesome to see Idris Elba. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Am I pronouncing his name right? Idris, I, yeah. Idris give us
1: give us big casting like that, or give us kind of a nobody like yeah. Daniel Craig, sort
0: of was. Yeah, time. I mean he was somebody, but not I he mean I, I guess I just like uh, Idris as an actor. Oh, he's great, and I feel like he has that gravitas that and he sexiness could sexiness, yeah, and, and he he, he he could bring a new Bond to Bond. You know what I mean? And I don't think that there's anything in the Bond lore that you know makes him have to be. A white guy. I could be wrong. They, I mean, I'm sure they, in the they, earlier there ones. Is, there were. I read that
1: uh, Ian Fleming, when asked the description of him, he uh, described him as Hoagie Carmichael, which is a famous British actor who's okay. very kind of a gaunt, very debonair, sure British white guy. Uh, which is they all they everybody wants Tom Hiddleston because he is okay. what they describe as the clo- like that kind of yeah. skinnier, wiry, gauntness of yeah that, yeah a British aristocrat. And, I, or and Michael I Fassbender would in, be in, like a, I
0: guess my yeah. thing is like I don't. I don't want them to diversify it for the sake of diversity. Yeah, just I just l- they I it. just like Idris Elba. Sure. I think he would make a killer bond. Like, there's I, some I,
1: amazing, yeah, um, amazing. Yeah,
0: ideas. I I have a pet peeve with you know with, with movies doing things like that just for the sake of saying like, look how diverse we are. Especially like, in
1: this day and age, it's like we don't we we're past that,
0: right? Like we I don't know anyone in our generation anyway. Like, I hope to be bad. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like if I, I don't know if I watch a movie that's super super diverse it reads the exact same to me. Sure. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like and, Star
1: Wars. Like there's right. everybody pooped the bed. And right. Well,
0: but and I guess my whole point with that is as long as they aren't doing it for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. I think I would love Which to see them in that role.
1: Ghostbusters fell under. They did it for the, it was a little yeah. too late. Not saying that we didn't need, but they're like, why didn't we just have women in a reboot Ghostbusters, but have a co-ed have women sure. in it, have other races than you know just white and black you know right like, let's right. do this have a, a 15-man team like let's have yeah. a whole squad kids old like go let's right do it, right if we're gonna do it
0: and, yeah. and and again not that there's anything anything no. wrong with that but it's I, I with movies specifically like don't uh don't reinvent the wheel if you don't have to i guess just to try but, and save face and, and as far as the video games go um i think a racer would be really fun vr but i think that there's a huge huge opportunity for a really really good first person shooter like even if it's not a remake of goldeneye like give us something new give us you know there
1: are original books being written that's another thing future of the franchise there are there are authors many authors have taken over and they continue to write books uh you know then they're great apparently but um i yeah give us a whole fresh new story give us interaction you know it doesn't it could be not necessarily online but hey, there could be a multiplayer component like a split screen Let's, right I would love to see some old school split screen yeah that'd at least fun. four at least four yeah, players split screen be, you know got, like, we finally have the TVs for it and yeah they've like stopped doing right
0: right and honestly at this point they could probably remake Goldeneye and have that be a DLC on one of those games you know Absolutely. What I mean it would be it'd be so easy you could to get do. or
1: I'll have all the maps as DLC all the sure, character sure. skins, all the weapons all the gadgets cards yeah you could make a make a mega game make a GTA style open world game where you can, you're an agent in MI six and you can get your car and you're dealing with specter or
0: to put it into more of a, uh, of a stealth game style where it's, you have to actually plot. Yeah. Like a little metal gear style where you actually have to, you know, figure out your course and how you're going to do it. Or, kind of mix the two and go like Assassin's Creed route. Sure. Where if you want to go in loud, you can go in loud. If you want to go nice and quiet, James Bond, nine times out of 10 is going. Right, right. But to to give you that opportunity as the player is James Bond. Sure. I think that'd be really cool. That would be really, you know, you have some tech that you can, you can pay using in-game points that you've earned from your kills. Go to to,
1: Q, Q gadget. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: And upgrade your laser watch or whatever it is, you know, like you're an MI6 agent. Exactly.
1: Utilize yeah yeah kind of just like the
0: the fun it could be in
1: london you can take take, the whole thing could take place in london that'd be great
0: or i mean and i always go to this and i'll probably always go to this have it be sandbox too yes you know what i mean like have get the location of the baddie and it's up to you yeah and and it's up to you on how to get there i think that every game just needs to be sandbox at this point we can do it yeah we can do it we can get there well, but thank
1: you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, yeah. It was a really awesome. And we're going to this will definitely be part two. There's so much stuff. I, I have pages of probably the most notes I've taken that I didn't even get to.
0: Yeah. I mean, and a lot of these are going to have part two. It was I'm great. Sure.
1: Um, make sure you subscribe, rate, yep. review. We're on iTunes,
0: Spotify. All yeah, those, 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 those iTunes ratings help us and out. Make too. sure you
1: check out our Instagram because we're gonna, like I said, we're going to be announcing a lot of upcoming events. Uh, co- any contests we have coming yep. up guests we might be having on and we also you know suggestions and upcoming uh yeah episodes and if anybody
0: like you know if, if you have something that you're like hey i would love to see this as a giveaway for this episode that's coming up let us know yeah. for sure i mean we're in yeah. fact one of the
1: contests we're gonna be running we're gonna i'm gonna be taking a poll and we'll be getting yeah. that it's, it'll be in a few episodes down the road but we'll be yeah. we'll you guys will
0: see you guys will see yeah stay tuned. but uh yeah we really appreciate you guys tuning in and we will see you next time bye everybody Thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Halloween. But in the meantime, feel free to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify, and be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.